Welcome to Grand County Matters. My name is John Sanderson. This show is for and about all of the people who live, work, and love Grand County. It doesn't matter what part of the county you call home, I hope to have something for everyone. This edition of Grand County Matters is brought to you by Sanderson Commercial Real Estate. The name Grand County Trusts when specialization matters. Online at sandersonre.com. This program will feature Miranda Fisher, General Manager of the Summit and Grand County offices of Always Mountain Time. Miranda, how are you today? Hi, John. I am great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to chat. That's great. Where are you, uh, where are you talking to us from today? I am in Keystone right now, um, just enjoying this beautiful day. Yeah, is it snowing over there? Just a little bit. It's kind of that sparkly in the air, not really accumulating, but really beautiful. Yeah, it's that time of the year. (laughs) It is the season. So thank you so much for agreeing to join the program today. I'm excited to talk about Always Mountain Time sort of broadly, and then more specifically about your stations in, in Grand County. But first... Tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? How'd you get started? You college, your degree, and all that stuff. And then how did you end up at Always Mountain Time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, so I ended up in, well, I ended up in Colorado um, by, I took a job. I was thinking I was going to get out of the broadcasting world. Um, took a job, ended up in Denver, and it really wasn't quite the right fit at right about eight months. I was deciding that I needed to get back to Northern Michigan, which is where I'm from. Um, a really absolutely beautiful area. I grew up in Indian river and, um, lived in Petoskey in Northern Michigan and, um, was deciding that I was going to go back to go back to Michigan. And then I met, um, the man who is now my husband six days before I was supposed to be moving back to Michigan. Um, so, and that was Valentine's day of 2014. And so called my parents and they were going to be coming out to help me move, um, in three days because the move was supposed to be officially six days later. So called them and said, you know, Hey, can you just give me till March? Um, give me a couple weeks. Let me figure this thing out. So, um, at that point I was still kind of thinking that I maybe wasn't going to be in the broadcasting world, um, which is what I had went to school for at central Michigan university fire up chips. Um, so I taught preschool in Breckenridge for about eight months. Um, and then I, one of the um, students in my class, his mom um, came into the classroom and some of um, some of your listeners in um, Grand County may remember um, Ebeth Elizabeth Miller. Um, She was our manager over in Grand County. 
and she also worked in um, Breckenridge too. And so she came like running into the classroom all just crazed one day. And she's like, I'm running late to a meeting. And I'm sitting there like teaching preschool. And I'm like, I miss running late to meetings. And she's like, oh, no, no, you don't miss this radio sales. Like you don't want to do this. It's like, no, that's what I did in Michigan. So basically ended up interviewing. Um, I think it might've even been that same day that I hopped on a phone call with, um, always mountain time and kind of the rest is history. That was about six and a half years ago and here we are. So kind of a long-winded story for sure. But, um, I have loved the broadcast industry as long as I've been in it. And, you know, that little hiatus that I took was awesome, but there's a reason that I ended up back in this world. It's just so fun. Yeah. Interesting that you're from central Michigan or Northern Michigan I grew up in Indiana and used to go to Petoskey and Harbor Springs a lot as a kid. Yes. Used to That's ski, awesome. Used to ski on the ice mountains. <laughs> At Boyne, Boyne and Nubs. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's awesome. One of my best friends um, is, she's the marketing manager for Boyne Mountain and her husband works for Boyne Highlands. And they actually, she and I swapped lives and she is who introduced me to my, um, husband and kind of set us up on a blind date. But, um, so we've totally swapped lives and she used to work for the radio stations out here. And then I met her working for the radio stations in Michigan. Um, and now she does all the marketing for Boyne mountain. So it's kind of a super small, super small world. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's interesting, uh, before we started, uh, the program today, you and I were talking about how the mountain lifestyle, there's just something about it. And um, I I think that feeling exists in those little Northern Michigan towns, you know, it does. It really does. It's a very similar feel. It's funny that you're mentioning that because my, um, yeah, my husband and I, you know, we go back and forth, like, because he's from Michigan too, but more Southern. And, you know, we're like, do we go back? We are here. You know, it's like, it's such an awesome, it's such an awesome dilemma to have, to be from such a beautiful place that, that does have that like mountain. It really, I mean, they're, they're not, they're not real mountains like they are out here, but it's definitely that, that health conscious, um, community that's there for one another, regardless of who's there. Like everybody's a local, that sort of feeling that our mountain towns have. Um, you get that in Northern Michigan too. So I feel really fortunate to be from there and living out here. And, you know, if we end up back in Northern Michigan, I know that I'll still continue, um, considering Colorado, my home too. It's just that sort of magical place. And I think both places feel that way. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what a great connection. Where in Indiana are you from? Uh, I grew up in Fort Wayne and, um, went to college in Boulder and then moved out here in 2005 on what I call the return trip and have been in Colorado ever since. <laughs> and it didn't end. I yeah. have um, some, I have family in Terre Haute. So I always wonder where folks are. Cause I'm, I get to Indiana a bit. Yeah. I think the Colorado mountain town ethic and the Midwest ethic are very, very similar. And maybe yeah. it's because there's lots of us here, but <laughs> I do feel like in my travels across the country, when I used to have a corporate job, um, you know, there were certain places where I weren't really, I wasn't really excited to be there that people weren't very kind and everybody was in a hurry. And it just isn't the case in Colorado generally, and certainly not 
in Grand County and Summit County. And it's Absolutely. a lot more friendly environment. I agree. That was one thing when I even, I mean, I would say there's a bit of a difference in that Western hospitality too, though, um, even to Northern Michigan. I mean, I, when I first moved into Colorado, I was so thrown off by people wanting to talk to me all the time. It was <laughs> like, why are you talking to me? I'm a stranger. Um, so that was something that I've really grown to love, but was kind of like strange. Um, I remember like going into Walgreens and this random man was like, Oh, I love the color of your dress. I'm like, is everyone hitting on me or are people just <laughs> like, and I was so confused. I was always like, I can't tell that 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 guy like me or is he just nice? Well, everybody's just nice out here. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> nice. So, so let's talk about always mountain time. Um, yeah. The organization is actually much, much larger than just the Grand County Station. So can you give us kind of the, the broad view? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we have a pretty, well, pretty large, a, a large foot, but footprint, the largest footprint in um, Colorado as far as um, the area that we cover. Um, so we have stations, um, radio being our, um, our bread and butter. Um, we have radio stations in Aspen and in Avon, um, Grand County, of course, Summit County. Um, we're in Steamboat as well. So really all of the places that you would want to be in Colorado um, in the high country. So um, along with the radio stations, you know, of course, that's where we got our start. And in all of our markets, our goal is really to have either the um, first station or the first media group within that area, or the um, best selling in that area and most popular in that area, or preferably both. So that's kind of our setup um, within Grand County, within Summit County, um, having those heritage stations that have been there forever. Um, and then along with the radio, we um, pepper in um, some digital advertising as well. So we are a full service digital um, boutique agency. So we do everything from search engine optimization to pay-per-click advertising, display ad campaigns, um, social media, really any areas that that we can help local businesses drive more um, traffic and have more revenue. So um, we found that layering those digital assets with our radio was really, really helpful and really affordable in particular for smaller, um, for smaller businesses, the, you know, the most recent Northwest cog info about, um, small business ownership within our mountain towns. And the numbers are astronomical as far as businesses that are just one or two employees there. Um, so those sort of businesses, I mean, they don't have a sales division or a marketing division. They're just trying to, um, you know, keep their heads above water and get everything done. And so we really look to to ourselves as kind of that extension of um, their marketing or their sales team to actually give them that sales team and digital um, advertising as well as um, radio advertising are the two most affordable options for folks looking to um, brand their business. But they're also um, the two options that if you layer them with other marketing that you're doing, you'll get the best success. So that's kind of our 
brand model is it's all designed really to with the um, really with the business in mind and making sure that they're getting the most affordable opportunities and the opportunities that will meld and layer the best with um, the current marketing that they're doing. So again, I can get really long-winded because I love what I do. So I, um, I don't want to bore anyone, but it's really, it's an exciting, it's an exciting group. Um, and, you know, we do the radio and the digital all year round. And then we do put on some larger events um, as well. Obviously, um, currently um, in the midst of COVID, we're not doing those, but the Winter Park Beer Festival being one of our events, we do two big beer festivals in Breckenridge um, and then the Reds, Whites and Brews Festival in Steamboat and then a handful of job fairs and um, free family fun fairs throughout the community as well. So um, a lot of a lot of fun opportunities and really everything that we do is designed to kind of interlock and work really well together. So interesting. So those events, are those sponsored by always mountain time and, and then you bring in additional sponsors locally? Um, kind of. Yeah. So there, we produce the actual event ourselves. So we have an event arm, um, of always mountain time called radiate live events. And, um, in grand County, we have been so lucky to get to partner with the grand foundation and, um, seriously, the best volunteers of any event that I've ever done are the grand foundation volunteers. So we partner up, um, for the winter park beer festival and get some volunteers through the grand foundation. And then we bring in additional sponsors for the event, but the actual event production, uh, believe it or not, is handled by our team, which it's a lot, but it is a lot of fun and a lot of fun to tie um, businesses into, um, into the fun of what we're doing and kind of get a different, a different way to be able to talk to, um, to talk to your clients and to talk to your consumers. You can, actually, you know, have a product that they can like touch at the beer festival. And, um, so it's just a different way, um, to get out in front of potential customers. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I love the beer festival and I was super (laughs) bummed that it was canceled last year. Oh my gosh. We were too. I keep reflecting on, you know, just like where I thought we would be in the COVID process. And it's really, um, it kind of makes me feel silly because back in, you know, March, we're like, oh, we'll probably be fine by August. Usually the park your best is the first weekend of August. Like we'll be totally fine. And then in August we're like, okay, well, we'll be totally fine by next August. And then here we are like in the height of the time that we're normally like, you know, really pedal to the metal and trying to get everything dialed in for the festival. And we're like, okay, so we still don't know. I just keep pushing it down the calendar, but fingers yep. crossed, we'll be able to make something happen, even on a smaller scale. I know the, um, the state of Colorado just announced some event opportunities and some changes um, coming into 2021. So um, it's looking like we'll be at least by um, – summer and fall to be able to do some smaller events. And we're hoping that the winter park beer festival is one of them. Well, that's great. I'm going to put it on my calendar right now. And then I'm going to hold <laughs> yeah, you to right it. Weekend of August, <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> let's talk about, um, let's talk about the stations in grand County in particular. So you have uh, KRKY, mm-hmm. ski country radio, right? Yep. And then the lift FM. 
Yes. Yep. Those are broadcasts, uh, sporting events, high school sporting events, I think. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, actually, and both of those stations, we, um, have different sporting events, but, um, so yeah, the, the lift FM is our top 40 station. So you're going to have some more pop music. Um, it's going to have, you know, a lot of, a lot of Taylor Swift, a lot of Katy Perry, that sort of, um, genre, super fun station. It's actually currently, um, all holiday music, which is my favorite time of the year. Um, and that station's a little larger. It covers both summit and grand County. And then KRKY is a really, um, well, if you ask my husband, who is our um, engineer for always mountain time, he may not agree, but I think it's really fun that we have an AM frequency and an FM frequency, um, for KRKY. So you can, you can catch it, um, at nine 30 AM, um, pretty much everywhere you go. I can even catch it. Um, you know, when I'm in summit County, I can get nine 30, um, pretty much everywhere I am. And in particular, if it's a, if it's a clear night. So, um, that is really fun to have a working AM and to have an AM that people really listen to. Um, I think that was something super surprising to me when, um, I started learning a little bit more about our stations over in grand County. And I just assumed, you know, other radio groups I've worked for the AM station is usually just some random holdout that you, you know, you think the tower is pretty, so you keep it. And <laughs> like, we don't know if anybody really listens to this. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, but tons of people listen and I think it's really, really cool kind of back to that slower pace. Um, just that fun feel, it just feels really cool to, you know, get into Kremlin and, tune in to 9:30 a.m. I think is really fun. Um but then it also comes in um it broadcasts out of Granby and then we do have um you know it's broadcasting out of Fraser as well. So um and that is on um 1019. So um it's it's a lot of areas that you can get KRKY and it's been it's been fun to to have an AM station that I know people really listen to and love. Yeah, I bet. I'm, I'm interested, you know, you, you've been in the broadcasting business for a long time. So I'm interested to get your take on the present state of radio, you know, that same old tune it up in your car radio, (laughs) you know, compared Uh, to, I mean, there's all these services, Pandora and Spotify and, you know, satellite radio. And uh, how do you see your business competing with those types of businesses and and how do you see the future of radio it it seems a little bulletproof but i'm interested to know your opinion absolutely oh my goodness well i'm really glad that you're that you're asking me about this because it is something that i i love to talk about um and i really love just reflecting on um where the industry has gone in the you know 15 or so years that i've been um, privy to the info um, about radio. So um, I guess for me, I, I love reflecting. So um, <laughs> when I was graduating, so um, graduating from Central Michigan University with a degree in broadcast and cinematic arts. Um, and I remember sitting, we're like in a coffee shop on campus 
and it's like three journalism majors. There's three of us that are broadcast majors and we're like getting, you know, we're going to graduate in a couple of weeks. And we're like, what did we just do? <laughs> like what, <laughs> like at that point, so it was 2009. So Pandora had just come out and I was really stoked about it. It was so fun. You could like search for any artist and make a station that, you know, felt like them. And it was, I was having a great time with Pandora, um, personally, you know, while I was studying and stuff, but I was like, well, they're going to start having ads because this was, um, I'm dating myself, but this was, you know, early enough that Pandora didn't have ads yet at that time. It was just this kind of beta test to see if it would work. And so, you know, I'd seen Pandora come out and Spotify, we were hearing about, there were all of these streaming options and Apple music was talking about something. And there was all this buzz about like, Jay-Z is going to start something. And it was just like, what am I doing? Like trying to get into the radio industry in 2009, this feels so dumb. Well, luckily flash forward, um, to uh, 2020, where we know that over 93% of Coloradans are listening um, to radio every day. And it's that number hasn't gone down through the pandemic. Um, our, the way we listen has changed. Um, more and more people are actually bringing radio into their homes with um, Alexa services and, um, you know, streaming and all of that. But people are still tuning into radio in their cars and they're just the way that they do it is a little different. So for our advertisers, when, um, you know, pre pandemic, we used to say, you know, the drive times are going to be your real, um, money hours. So you want to make sure that you're on 6am to 10am and 3pm to 7pm when people are out in their cars and they're driving and they're doing school pickups and whatnot. And that has changed a lot. Um, we don't necessarily feel like we have drive times anymore. It's like just be on the radio all the time because people are in their cars at such random times. Now. Um, I never used to be able to catch, um, we have some like sponsors at like one o'clock, um, on the lift. And I just never seemed to catch their ads. Cause I was like in the middle of something at work. And now for whatever reason, it's like, I get through a lot of my day and then right around one o'clock, I might run to the post office and do stuff. And so now all of a sudden I'm catching all of these advertisers I never used to catch. So, um, but for me, like the most exciting thing about this industry is just like you said, it, it is, it is kind of bulletproof and, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to get complacent, you know, because I think that like any industry, you just need to keep getting better. And, um, you know, you can always find new ways to reach people, better ways to help your clients, better ways to sell their products. But, um, it really is pretty bulletproof. And when you look back, like I have some dear friends who have been in the industry for a lot longer than I have, and that can tell the story of, you know, well, when TV was coming out, um, people were like, well, there goes radio. Nobody's going to sit around their radio anymore. But at that point, like radios were being put in cars and there was just, you know, a different way of using radio and it still survived and it thrived. And then with the internet coming on board, um, everyone was like, well, nope, it's, it's going to go away. And here we are in 2020 with, um, radio listenership. Basically, I mean, it stayed steady for a lot of years, but it's really skyrocketed the last few years. Um, 
up into that 93, 94% of folks listening every day. So, um, you know, you're going to have people who tell, who say, you know, well, I don't listen to radio, so nobody listens to radio and that's fine. Um, <laughs> but, but the, the numbers are that people are really listening. And I think sometimes people don't even know where, like, they don't even know that they're consuming radio. Um, back when I worked for some stations in Michigan, my dad, um, you know, would, he, I don't know. He was one of those, like, I don't really listen to the radio, you know, like, I know that you do. And then I would hear him <laughs> completely quoting something. Like he would be like, Oh yeah, I heard that. I'm doing an awful impression of him by the way, but you know, like, Oh, I heard that, you know, that, that new Buick is, on sale. And I'm like, yeah, you, well, the only place you would have heard that is on the radio. Um, so it's just, it's kind of fun to watch folks or like, um, in Silverthorne, um, one of our um, awesome marketing consultants, Leslie, um, put in one of their scripts, um, a couple years ago, it's always sunny in Silverthorne. And so we started tagging all of the town of Silverthorne ads um, with that little quip. And now I'll just hear people, you know, oh, it's so nice today. Well, it's always sunny in Silverthorne. And it's just cute because the first place I'd heard it was in her radio ad. And now it's just something that people are saying um, or hearing people sing the jingle for the bus while they're standing there waiting for the bus. Like those sort of things are, I think, really, really exciting. And uh, makes me so proud of this industry um, that I'm in and not, not that it's an industry that doesn't change. I mean, it's, it's also really adapting and finding ways, really, it all comes down to just what we can do for our clients to help them sell more of their product or their service. So whatever we can do to help drive revenue for our clients, we're going to do it. Well, let's, let's talk about the future. You know, I don't know how many years ago, all these other competing services arrived on the scene and radio seemed to, you know, stand the test of time. What, what's the industry say about the future of radio? Yeah. Um, well, I think what you're doing right here, um, putting on these podcasts and these more long form story opportunities, I think that it's, it's curious because like so many things like what's old is new again. And I think that one of the big things in the industry right now is longer form stories and almost cutting back to what radio was when people gathered around <laughs> and, you know, gathered around the radio and listened. So um, that's one area that I think is pretty exciting. Um, and then just the way, the way that radio is getting to folks as well. So, you know, in your cars, if you have newer cars, um, you know, where they'll flip through the actual like album cover of a song. And then you can also throw in, um, you know, if you had, if you wanted to be advertising, you know, like for you, if you're like wanted to have something out there targeting folks looking for um, commercial real estate, like you could totally be, um, putting an ad out that goes into their cars and displays that while they're listening to the radio, while they're hearing the ad to, to help with brand recall. So there's a lot of really exciting online and digital things, um, that, that radio I think is going to continue leaning into. I think Alexa has been one of the best things to happen to radio, um, for the first time in, gosh, probably 35 years, um, people are bringing 
radio into their homes more than ever. Um, and I know for us, like we didn't have a radio in my house. Um, I worked for the radio station, so I would listen to the radio at work and I would listen to it in my car. But when I got home, I didn't have a radio. And then now with Alexa, and I don't really want to say it because I do have an Alexa. And so I'm scared to make her do things right now, but, um, you know, you can <laughs> you may start say, to talk back. <laughs> yeah. She'll start to talk back. Um, you know, if you just, you know, play the lift FM and she will, and then I can get my holiday music fix and it's, coming from the radio. So, um, I think there's a lot of exciting stuff, um, a lot of exciting stuff on the horizon and, and using like digital stations. And there's a lot of folks kind of leaning into making some more like niche stations that maybe only broadcast online or are only streamed, um, and that sort of thing. So it's, it's just kind of fun, um, to see this industry, like, grasp on to a lot of new technology, but then also revert back to some of the stuff that's always worked. Like people always want to learn about one another and they always want to connect on a human level. And so that's where I think what you're doing is really important. And um, most radio stations that I know of are really looking to incorporate more of that podcast model into what they're doing, maybe not directly onto the station, but onto the station website and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, that's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on for sure. And I think for me, the, the future of radio is really, really bright and I don't, can't imagine, um, <laughs> can't imagine not being, um, not being in this industry. Well, uh, I think that you're dead on and that the industry as it adapts, you know, going from broadcast only to stations that, that also broadcast their feed online. So if you don't have you know, a radio at your house, like I don't have a radio at my house, but I can listen on my computer. Or if you have an Alexa, you know, you can download the Alexa skill and and be able to say play KRKY or whatever. And I, I think that those are great adaptations as the world moves forward to a more technological society to be able to make it more ubiquitous, the, the ability to get what you want pretty much anywhere you go. Absolutely. And for, you know, those of us that are more medium market, small market areas, like in our mountain towns in Colorado, it's, it's really, really helpful um, to have those streaming and online assets because they're easier to track. And so moving into you know, this more digital age for our advertisers, you know, people want more data and they want to know, I mean, it's not enough. I think back when I first got into the industry and I would just you know, I'd meet with a client that'd been on the air for a year and I'd say, well, were your numbers up from last year? Yeah, they were. Great. This is the radio. That's what it's doing. We'll keep you on. Let's continue your schedule. And that was just the conversation. Um, and now that world has changed so much just in the last 12 to 15 years um, where folks are like, yeah, okay. So yeah, our numbers are up, but I want to know how many people are listening to your station right now. I want to know, you know, how you're how our digital display ads were working. And I want to make sure we were, you know, tracking and, and only advertising to folks in this certain zip code. And um, so there's a lot more that you can do um, in terms of tracking and analytics with online radio. And so whenever I have someone ask me, you know, well, can you tell me how many people are listening to the radio right now? And it's, that's a hard answer, but I can show, you know, that, well, last month, you know, we had 
30,000 individual streams of this one station. And that's only online. That's not in the car. That's not listening to a normal radio. That's just streaming from online. So it just gives you, it gives you a lot more comfort as a media buyer and as a business owner that you know people are actually listening um, and we can actually track it. So that helps with some of that. Hey, do people listen to the radio anymore? Like, hey, I can yeah. prove it. To you. I also think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of opportunity to partner. You know, it's probably okay for me to say, you know, you and I were talking about how do yeah. I get, how do we work together to get the Grand County Matters podcast out to your listeners? And I love that idea. It's a, it's a way that a content creator like myself can take interesting content and partner with a great organization and be able to push out and reach more people who may or may not be podcast people. Absolutely. And, and I think it's a way on like the flip side on my end, you know, we've got a lot going on. I mean, if you take a look at alwaysmountaintime.com and it's like, holy moly, like we're, we're doing a lot. And so coming up with that content sometimes is an area where I think smaller media organizations struggle. And so being able to partner up with you and say, you know, can you, can you give us some of this, um, some of this content, um, for us to then do what we do best, which is market it. Um, I think there's a lot of cool areas for, for partnership. And, and another reason why um, I love, I love smaller and medium market radio and just those areas, because you can get so much more creative. Um, I granted, I, I said, you know, I only made it like eight months in Denver. It wasn't, wasn't right for me. I'm from a very small town, about 3000 people. And I remember moving to Breckenridge and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is my, my girlfriend had, she had left her key, um, for her house. Cause I was going to couch surf with her for a while when I first moved into town. And so she's like, I have the key at the rec center. Like, you'll just pick up my key. And I've told them to look for a tall blonde. And I'm like, great. And so I walk in and they're like, you must be Miranda. There's like five people saying that to me. And like, okay. Like I wanted to be a bigger fish in a small pond is like kind of the area that feels so good to my heart. Um, and for, you know, radio and for our media groups and that's for all media groups. I mean, that goes for, you know, working with sky high news and working with always mountain time. Like, I just think there's so much more flexibility and so much more creativity, um, that you can have where, you know, if you're working with a radio station in Denver, um, you know, you're going to get great results because in my opinion, radio works everywhere, but it's going to be, it's going to cost a lot more and it's going to be a lot more like, okay, well, when do we want to run the spots? What do we want to do? You know, um, not necessarily having that creative time, um, together and to come up with something that works really well for both parties. And I think that's just another one of the beauties of our small towns. Love that small town world. Well, this has really been awesome. I am so happy that you made the time to talk with us today. You know, I don't know much about the radio business and I feel far more educated today (laughs) than I was yesterday. That's because I can't stop talking about it. (laughs) I really do love what I do. (laughs) There's nothing more exciting for me than to talk to somebody that's passionate about whatever they're passionate about. Because the the smile and the emphasis and the excitement, it just comes through. And, you know, it doesn't really matter what that 
hobby or career is, as long as, you know, you and I are excited to do it, I think it comes through when we talk to people and that's what makes it so special. I love that. And I love what you're doing. I think it's, it's so important to hear the stories of the community and to help people feel a little more connected. I think in particular with, with what we're going through right now with COVID um, it's just so important to have more ways to connect to our communities and more ways to connect as individuals. And I think, you know, all of Grand County um, will, will be very, very grateful for what you're doing. So I appreciate you just letting me be a part of this. It's so fun um, to have a reminder too of why I love what I do. So I'm really grateful. Um, I'm grateful for that. And just overall what you're doing, um, looking at the, looking at your website, it's pretty exciting. Um, just the, it's a veritable who's who of Grand County that you've got on this list of who's already participated. So I'm really excited to see what's to follow. Well, thank you. It's very kind of you to say. Oh my gosh, no problem. And I, I just followed you on Facebook and Instagram and I signed up on grandcountymatters.com. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I will be staying just as connected as I, as I want to be um, through all of your different channels. It's pretty cool. I love that. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. Today we were talking with Miranda Fisher, general manager at Always Mountain Time, specifically the Summit and Grand County markets. This is Grand County Matters. Thanks for listening.